Welcome to Built to Scale e-commerce show with Darius and Justin. We are the founders of Ad Kings Agency, an industry-leading boutique e-commerce, Facebook ads, and omni-channel funnels growth agency. Our insights and expertise have helped to generate over $45 million in revenue and spent over $18 million on paid acquisition for our clients in the last year alone. In this podcast, we open up about the marketing and business development strategies and tactics we use to get these results. Hey guys, so welcome to Build to Scale Commerce Show. And today we'll have another special episode with me and Justin. And we'll be talking about like wavy times that are happening right now, iOS 14, how our reporting sucks and how we are dealing with that. About supply chain issues that a lot of businesses are having, you know, parcels getting delayed, prime cost materials rising, etc. And in general, you know, what you are seeing right now in industry is that big businesses, big e-commerce brands are exploding growth and growing very fast, while small ones are struggling. So it's kind of interesting field. And I don't know, like maybe Justin, you have something else to add to that? No, I guess we'll just add up on what our plans and perspectives on the future actually. From what we're seeing, what's happened in the market, what we have seen, what's been happening over three years and where the e-commerce is going and how we are evolving and so on. And like, what's the logic behind that? So that might be interesting and maybe we'll spark some ideas for other people as well. Yeah, exactly. Because right now, like I think to survive this period and to thrive in it, you really need to be able to adapt your business very quickly and be very agile with things. And to be honest, I think a lot of businesses are missing out on this. Often we get stuck in their own way, in their product, in their niche, in how they think, how they approach and did things for like the last three years, are just not willing to change. And I think we recently had like at Atkins like very similar epiphany where we understood, you know, that for the last like two and a half years, we were doing almost like the same thing. But basically, industry was evolving and moving, and we always want to be like at the cutting edge of innovation. So we are like changing a lot of things at Atkins too. That's true. But I guess we can come back on what's happening in the market. What we see in a client accounts after iOS been kind of fully implemented and how, let's say if we talk about Facebook, how Facebook is dealing with that and how e-commerce businesses are struggling and what we see on the accounts in a way. Yeah, so kind of like the biggest issue what I'm seeing, to be honest, is that just reporting isn't fair. Like with Facebook ads and many other channels are suffering from reporting issues. And with Facebook, like on average, we see about 60% of sales per client not being reported in the ad manager. And it does create like a lot of issues. It might not seem, you know, like a big deal because you could technically still, you know, run ads and then count on store level data. But it makes optimization super hard because you never know like which asset, which ad is working better versus another one. Or for example, what you should be doing and what you should be testing and what are like the results. And basically now you just have to spend more money on testing and these variable things instead of, you know, just getting data earlier. We found a few ways to work around that. So I don't know. I can maybe talk about it quickly. So one of them is definitely using UTM parameters and just going into Google AdWords and checking it. But the biggest issue is super inaccurate. Like it's often once a client needs a few touch points to make a buying decision, it just gets skewed and it becomes inaccurate. Another thing, you know, that I learned when I was like in mastermind recently, I learned it from Daniel and then Emmanuel. Essentially, using offline conversions could be a good way. There are like some issues with it. Basically, you need to duplicate a CAPI event and order ID versus Facebook because then, you know, Facebook just basically counts your regular purchase and sums up together with what you feed through offline conversions. 
But basically, this is something what we are playing around right now. And early results, I would say, are quite positive on that side. So hopefully that will allow us to bring back, you know, performance in the ad accounts and make the decisions quicker. But besides that, what I'm seeing, like another thing, and maybe Justin will be able to talk about that more, the businesses that are aligned more on store level ROS or merge ROS, depending how you call it, are scaling much better compared to what you are seeing on Facebook. Yeah, I would say some people are suffering, others continue growing, and we do have clients which are mainly, we started from the very beginning, like folks on the store level ROAS. And actually, those clients have been growing. And actually, with some of the clients, we're hitting best months so far for them. Let's say a client in Australia that we've been working and they just recently hit, I think, almost like a half a million previous month. And like previously, the biggest month for them was like, 350, maybe closer to 100, but it's not quarter four yet. So it's something that we continue growing with them. There are some other businesses as well in US too, which are still growing. And we just focus on what we see on the shop level. But at the end of the day, it's not ideal because once you start growing, introducing like a new channels and so on, you will start struggling as well of identifying how each channel is doing. Then you can have a lot of complex discussions with a client or like within your team on which channel to focus on, where to put more money or more resources so you can grow faster, grow more profitable and so on. So it's definitely a struggle. I guess it will continue being a struggle just because reporting is not there. Yeah, so kind of industry is a bit crazy. But what I see for you guys, what could help in this situation is just deciding on a model how you are counting attribution per different channels. Because what you are seeing, especially if like a smaller channels and newer channels, you add them in, right? They show you like amazing cross, free plus, etc. And maybe your Facebook ads is right now at 1.6 or something like that. Probably with these channels that we are often kind of tapping into almost remarketing Facebook ad audiences or there's just a huge overlap between these channels, it's very hard to attribute the sale to any specific channel. So what you should be doing is either just deciding on some sort of model and there are like multiple models. You can go do some Google searching, how to attribute the data to specific channels, either like first click, multi-touch, but also using some sort of advanced analytical software. That would allow you to track some sort of data of people first coming in for a certain channel, then doing multiple steps along the way and being able to attribute the value of a purchase to specific steps. So for example, first click would get like 50% of a purchase value. Last click would get like 20, 30% of purchase value. And all the middle clicks would get divided in smaller parts. And depending on the multiple touch points you had, getting the value assigned to each of these clicks. You just need to decide on some sort of system, get some analytical software Additional thing that I wanted to add was we should, why we are changing a bit and what do we see, like how market is, is changing with iOS and like what's new is coming up to the market. We can just look through the whole history of, let's say if we talk about Facebook, how this whole channel have changed and evolved. At the very beginning, it was like, no matter how much money you will put in, you will be making lots of money. Then, you know, the algo have improved. The new placements appeared, then different type of uh, complexities of like a very specific targeting, then a broader targeting. And now I would say we're entering kind of a new era and it's getting more and more obvious that Facebook will become um, 90%, 95% sure that it will stay here. 
but it got really competitive, meaning like a lot of players are in this channel. So it's kind of a new norm as it was like Google. Now Facebook is kind of a, a new norm. But the Facebook is different because we have a lot of users here in this channel. Therefore, this channel we will start treating as just an acquisition channel of like where you will appear as a brand where you'll just start touching like new customers or whatever. Of course, you will have remarketing ads running, but most likely other channels or a combination of other channels will help you just to get that initial sale or like a second or a third sale, while Facebook will be just used mostly for cold acquisition. And that cold acquisition might not be even profitable. And now it will be just less profitable than what it was before. So it's just kind of a new era where just Facebook is becoming a new norm where everyone is almost here. But at the same time, it's not as profitable and it's just a brand awareness acquisition channel. We're not really making much of a profit at the end of the day. But still, this is the main channel where it can grow really fast. And we don't yet have any other channel which can serve the same purpose at the moment. Yeah, and like fun thing is, like a lot of people are so scared about this and think it's bad. Reality is just evolution and change of times and it's just how you adapt. Even to this day, you know, if you're like talking about like biggest e-commerce businesses that are doing like 50, 100 mil plus a year, they usually, you know, like Facebook ads for them was at max like 20, 30% of their traffic because they actually built up a brand. And this is the trick. You have to be building up a brand Building a brand is just not about just running ads. It's also about PR, the message, the product, influencers, and just in general, you know, the press you're getting there. So people, first of all, would know you. Then, you know, they would go maybe on Facebook, they would see your ad, and they would go on YouTube, they would see a review about your product, and they would make a buying decision in two, three months even sometimes. So that's like ideal situation that all brands should be going towards, especially if you want to be successful in upcoming three years, I think, for sure. Because the game will be about LTV, average order value and conversion rate. So LTV, I think, will be the leading the game. Because in the past two years, everybody was focusing on average order value and conversion rate. And I would say even conversion rate was kind of like missed with a lot of brands, which is like very, very important. But in upcoming few years, I think LTV will be the next big play and a lot of brands will be starting to understand that, hey, we can acquire a customer, lose some money now, but like in six months, make double the money that we would be making right now if we try to be profitable right this moment. So yeah, it's kind of delayed the gratification in business sense. But I think if we look at the whole market, I mean, like the whole online e-commerce and so on, and how it have changed over last five years or so. And then we can go like channel by channel, how it have changed or improved. And what do we have today? What do you kind of discuss with other professionals, with e-commerce owners, with other people in email, Instagram, influencers, Pinterest, or whatsoever, advertorials or whatever. It's a natural evolution of this channel in a way like online as itself, because five, eight years ago, it was just very basic, very basic stores. Not a lot of people were like maybe still shopping online. It wasn't like as usual. And now over the last years, statistics show that a lot of people, almost everyone shop online. And if you just then start looking into each channel, 
how each channel have evolved and changed and got really sophisticated with emails. You have like a lot of different segmentations, A-B tests, and a lot of different things with conversion rate optimization as well, like with AdWords, the targeting, placements on Facebook, same thing, new channels like Pinterest, TikTok, etc., SMSs, chatbots, messengers, all those different things. And just remember how it just started, or how it was like very basic and how much it got sophisticated. More and more people are entering the market. Tools are getting more advanced. There's like more opportunities in a way what you can do with each tool. But at the same time, each new player that comes in, even though they're like smaller, medium or bigger, they start using tools or like get all the education and all the skills and experience that they gather through education, running their ads, running their business and so on. Everyone are just getting more sophisticated, even though we're talking about the businesses, how they're doing their work and how they're investing. To some extent, it still applies to smaller and medium sized businesses, because if they won't be doing that and innovating, they won't be able to survive. That's why in a way, like a bigger businesses or more established businesses, I think they're like still doing kind of okay. While small suffers because small have, I guess, a lot of businesses have just trusted one or two channels only. Omni-channel approach is just like a new norm. It's a must to do. Otherwise, you won't be profitable and you won't succeed because there's a new level of sophistication in the market. Exactly. And times are changing. It's kind of normal. And it just depends on you guys, you know, whatever you want to adapt to that or not. But I don't want to be like a bringer of bad luck or something. But I've seen some of our clients against all of our advices didn't listen to us for like two, three years and where businesses are collapsing. And we have told them, you know, launch more products, introduce other channels, do something else, etc. And it's very clear where the market is going. And to be honest, I think we're like a very lucky position where, you know, we didn't have to risk a lot from our side, but we have seen so many different business owners, the ones that are succeeding versus the ones that are failing. And just seeing, you know, what we are doing differently, I think was such a blessing for our own personal growth here. And through all this experience, I think we are also right now changing at things. Basically, I'm seeing some huge, huge shifts in the market happening. And in a sense, you know, omnichannel is inevitability, right? But at the same time, you know, to be good at omnichannel, you pretty much always have to have internal CMO and have internal team that is like hands-on driving that thing every single day, making calculations, making sure, you know, all the channels are working correctly. And it's very, very hard to do from agency side. So it's kind of interesting because we have been doing this for clients for already like two and a half years. But we are often seeing, you know, the biggest bottleneck often is the client himself. Basically, we can come up with ideas, we can try to push them, we can try to innovate, etc. But let's say, you know, sometimes we just need approval or something and it just takes two weeks. Or sometimes we need to spend like a month convincing a client on to trying something instead of in that month testing like 15 different things. So it's a very different approach. And this is why, you know, I think the next evolution of what Athings will become, I think for sure will be the next model that a lot of agencies will be moving towards in upcoming five to 10 years. And I think we are just ahead of a curve. And that model will be, you know, combining AdKings as an agency with Accelerator model. This means taking in our clients and coaching them personally, not just our clients. We will also be taking some external businesses where we can hop on monthly calls with us, like small groups, tight connections, where we can solve the people problems in the real time and help them, coach them, etc., and basically guide them towards execution. Because execution and rapid testing is what matters in then. And let's say, I think it will be relevant even for like small, medium type businesses, but actually I think the big businesses, this is where like the big businesses will benefit from this most. 
it might seem counterintuitive, right? But I believe, you know, if like a good CMO comes in here and he just gets like one idea in a year from us, you know, that is just able to bring like 10% AOV improvement. So if a business is making like $20 million a year or something, this 10% AOV improvement would mean like we're bringing extra $2 million a year in, in pure profit basically to their business. So I think that will be kind of like a big shift, but maybe you just didn't want to share more about that. Sure. When Darius was talking that we might be like ahead of a curve and so on, this is something that we think in a way, but at the same time, I was presenting this to kind of our consultant. He's working with other agencies. He's been in agency for quite some time and he sees how the industry is changing or shifting and has his own perspectives and experience. He was saying, and as he mentioned, that he's pushing his other clients to kind of change and adapt because the market is just changing. However, we just came in and just started presenting our own thoughts and ideas. And he was really excited for us. And we'll see how it will go. It's kind of a new thing and we'll adapt according to the needs, to the clients, etc. But definitely that sophistication, understanding those skills data that we see across different clients is something that we absorb and as well we see and this is something that is obvious often for us but is not as obvious for other people and that just comes with the time and experience and going through it ourselves so we are more than happy to share it and we often see that when some of the clients are enjoying our agency they would love to chat more with me or Darius so therefore We'll have this opportunity and we see that clients take a lot of information and a good example from us. And sometimes we are straightforward because business isn't easy. So sometimes you need to be straightforward and strict, even with the clients put the deadlines or whatever, just because you're not really taking you seriously. At the end of the day, it's not about the money that you're paying. The money is for the services, for the value. But at the same time, if they won't be changing or doing things within a month, they'll start failing. Therefore, they won't generate enough money and they won't be able to pay us or justify the work of ours. Therefore, even though the clients are paying us, sometimes we need to be like they're paying in the ass and pushing them all the time. So the accelerator is something that we have noticed and Darius have mentioned because we were organizing consultations with him for some of the people that were coming in. And he has seen that the people that he is consulting and not necessarily we are doing all the work, they're like growing while some of the clients that we work with, they're, they're struggling because they're just not implementing the recommendations that we do. Because as we said, e-commerce got really sophisticated and it's not about just like one or two channels that we do. It's like at the same time, what you do with the whole business as itself. Therefore, like those other recommendations that we give where we don't necessarily do any work should be taken seriously. So I think that's just a natural transition and where we see going and where we see that we can bring a lot of value. I guess that's something that we are excited to try it out and see. Maybe Darius, you can just add up how it would look like that accelerator itself. I think it will be something that definitely will shake how the industry is doing things. Because when I started to coach people, and this was, you know, like just a call a month, you know, nothing serious, basically. A call a month with a few businesses and all of them at least doubled their growth speed. I mean, like the slowest business, I think, was growing like 15% per month, month to month base, which adds up to like astronomical large number, you know, if you're comparing here because it's compounding growth. 
you know, a funniest thing that often what I was doing is not just, you know, telling them, hey, guys, do this on marketing. But hey, guys, you need to change your product positioning. You need to change your landing page. You need to rebrand. Maybe you need to hire two extra people there. It's often about business development. And I would say right now, 80% of business growth in e-commerce especially is in business development. And literally nobody's touching that aspect. Everybody is just doing marketing. And, you know, marketing is literally, you know, you run some ads, et cetera, and that's it. But you can't control the real growth because real growth happens in business development. This is why, you know, flipping the script and going into Accelerator, I think will be the next big game changer if you want to be growing e-commerce businesses. Unless you want to just be doing a service, then you can be staying and just doing, you know, Facebook ads or whatever else you're doing. But this is not a real growth or it's a growth for a small business. If you want to be growing a bigger business, it's pretty much always about business development. And how Accelerator will be looking, to be honest, it's still something in development, right? It will be evolving alongside the group members, etc. And we don't even have a lander for it yet. It's kind of all in the works, but I think we'll be launching in a month or two from now. And the big benefit will be that, first of all, we'll be structured in very, very small groups, which means two to six people per group, and we'll have a monthly calls with them, either me or Justin, leading separate groups. And ideally, we'll be structuring these groups at a similar level of a business. For example, you know, business is making, I guess, up to half a million per month, you know, once making a million per month, etc. Because often these businesses are having very, very similar issues to each other. And often, you know, by solving an issue for one business and advising it for one business, you can solve the same issue for a whole group and provide huge, huge value. But also at the same time, it helps to create peers for you. Because as you're growing a business, often you become very, very lonely and you only see your own side from business. So like something is not working. Now you'll have ability to tap into other people's experience, like small group people where you'll be building like intimate connections with us, working over a year together. You'll be able to see how their businesses grow, what works for them, what doesn't work for them. At least, you know, 5x, 6x your growth speed that way. So I think that will be a very, very good thing for a lot of business owners just to see this broader perspective on actually how the industry is moving, what is growing, what is failing, similar to how we had the same opportunity to do that. At the same time, you know, ideally, once we'll create like a few calls like this, I'll want to make these calls recordings available to each group members. This means, for example, even if you're, let's say, running a business right now doing 200, 300k per month, you will be able to go and listen to people that are doing 800k per month, right? and see what problems they are facing. And while it may not be relevant to you right now, you will be able to see how their thinking is different from you. Because often, you know, the differences between the businesses that get stuck at certain level versus the ones that just grew past that level is in thinking. Literally like 99% of the difference is in thinking. Because if you can shift your thinking, you can shift your mindset model, you can grow to the same level too. So that's another thing. Then, you know, we're planning to add like a Slack community towards that and hopefully, you know, get people to engage with each other there. And whenever you will have like any random question through a week or a day, you know, when something random happens, you will always be able to just drop a question, ask for an answer, ask for a referral if you need an agency, ask for something, you know, to help to solve your problem there in the real time. Another thing, (laughs) I'm just expanding here, but I'm super excited about this, right? As we'll be building up a community, right, I'll want to introduce like one-on-one connections with other people because I think just a few good connections made at the right time can change your business career, literally, you know, coming years into it because it starts to compound. And for example, you know, a few years ago, I met a guy from Lithuania. He's also like doing digital marketing. David, as if somebody knows him. And basically, we started agency earlier than us. 
It just kind of went that we became good friends. And over the years, we always reconnected with each other. Over the years now, he introduced me to a few people that might become our next business partners or something. I also learned so much from him and he from me that it became the value in itself. This is why I really, really want to have these one-on-one connections where automatically you would get matched, I don't know, like maybe bi-weekly with some other random person from a mastermind just to have like one hour chat with each other. You never know, you know, whatever something might come out of it. Maybe it will be your like next big business partner. It might be a next breakthrough, next solution to your issue or something like that. It will still be a lot of things in development. Like Justin is also planning to create some sort of course material there and add value that way. So just maybe you can expand on that too. We have been in some of the masterminds or we did a different consultation. We have attended different kind of courses. And we have taken good and bad experiences from there. And we just, while combining all of it and taking like little pieces from one another, we just want to combine and create the best kind of a mastermind accelerator that we would actually want to attend. So let's say some of the, the group chats, it's coming like from one of the masterminds that like one of the coachings that we attended then as well, like the idea that I have, I really want to create certain documents that people can go through individually. And actually, it would be part of the experience because in some cases, some people take more from the calls, other people take more from the connections, and then others actually love working with the documents and take the experience from there. So I've been the one who enjoyed going through the documents. If that's prepared and organized and so on, you just need to work it and actually just go step by step. It will be a good structure both for us, actually, so we can guide other people through, not just to come on the calls and always just talk about the same issues or so. But if there will be materials, people just can go to those materials, do all the information that is provided there. And actually then if they still have questions or issues, ask more sophisticated questions. So the materials, and I get this kind of inspiration from Killian. Killian does consulting, but is more around personal effectiveness and growth and consistency. But this whole idea that he have developed will be applying in a similar structure, I guess. I would want to apply something similar in our case. So each week there will be like a certain topic and that could last for 8, 10, 12 weeks or even longer. Often those documents are packed with the resources, with the relevant questions, with the highlights, what you should have in minus one. And to be honest, we have so much things to say and to share, then it would be just easier for people to just go on their own. So let's say we can talk about conversion rate optimization or just the product page, then how the brand should look like, how you should be pricing your product. What is like the omni-channel strategy, like about the emails, about the hiring? about managing people and so on. And it can be totally different, separate topics. And you would want to get an inspiration or actually implement some of the things that we have already experienced or like we would do and just take it and do it instead of like researching it, listening to different things and so on. It would be like something that you could follow, use it and actually then on the calls discuss those things instead of just being kind of lost. So it's a bit of a more guided experience that I would personally enjoy going through. Exactly. I think with this, we'll be covering, you know, like that part, which is like literally responsible for 80% of business growth, but nobody's covering. And once they had this epiphany and understanding that, hey, this is where the real growth is. And when I started to do some research, etc., literally nobody teaching you how to actually grow a business. 
There's so many gurus and digital marketing course that teach you how to start a store or, you know, bring it up to a certain level. And sometimes people are really, really successful. I've seen people, you know, bringing it up to like 20, 25 mil a year only to get stuck there, not knowing what to do further, right? And it's kind of like the big, big, big breakthrough, I think, in the industry. And another thing, how we'll be able to add value to this group is, I think another step in Atkins history, right, that we'll be also starting our own e-commerce brand with a goal to hit nine figures, at least nine figures in yearly revenue in five years. We'll see how well we'll do with it, because right now, like times are really, really tough to be starting e-commerce business. But I think we have like a good potential to do that just because due to our connections, due to our cycle, maybe potentially creating like board of advisors for a business. I guess not even like maybe we'll definitely be creating it, but it's more of, you know, the type of scale and the level of people we want to attract to this board of advisors. We basically want to have people who basically created legacy brands that people that have extensive networks and can help this business to grow. For example, you know, I know a guy that did like over $600 million in sales yearly. And it's too early to say, right, but he's kind of interested to maybe helping us out. So I still have my fingers crossed, you know, (laughs) but I think that would be a big, big thing for us because it will open up our possibility to this next level of thinking, to the level of these legacy brands like Nike and other brands are thinking and how we are building up these businesses. Yeah, so I think we were like experimenting and testing and so on, and we had some ideas for the e-commerce. And we've been testing some of the things, but at the end of the day, either we needed to find someone who could work on a product, like more of a back-end operations. And in this case, we might found the partner which has kind of everything from like manufacturing knowledge, formulas, and so on. We already had a meeting. It seems that everyone are excited. Nothing to sign or whatever. So it will take time just to finalize everything and see if we can get it right. But it seems promising. So pretty much finding what we needed to cover all the back end and we would be responsible for like sales, front end people and so on. But even like something in the industry that we were excited and interested to enter and we knew it's like not as easy. But as Darius went to one of the masterminds, it's something that some of the people that he got connected started communicating and something that he would be interested as well doing it. So yeah, it's kind of a combination of experience and skills and the future plans is just getting together and doing something new, challenging and interesting things that should result in a great outcome. This is why I mentioned connections matter a lot because technically through David, as they got introduced to this group of people and for this group of people, you know, like our connections came and it just started to snowball for time. And this is what I mean, you know, like uh, right connection at the right time, especially once people are just starting, you don't try you know, to connect with like big people who are like uh, large already and you're a small one because you usually do not build like this deep, intimate connection. But once you start and go for a journey together at certain points, it starts to pay such a huge dividend on that, that it's worthwhile in itself. And for example, this mastermind would have cost like 10K. I had the luck to attend it for free because I was one of the speakers. And the good part is, you know, that it completely changed my thinking. I seen like what type of value I could be getting just, you know, like paying 10K and just hanging out with people for a few days. I would hands down do the same again. I'm actually, you know, maybe planning to go to similar mastermind in America in September. We will see, you know, whatever everything passes because right now due to COVID and other complications, it might be a bit tricky, but we will see. 
once again, value is immense from these things. And for example, here, it helped us to find like business partners, it helped us to find maybe some potential board of advisor members that are thinking at completely different level from our daily life and what we have seen. And I think all this combination is certainly like a lethal bomb, like atomic bomb. And we could definitely shake an industry there. And I think like nine figures could be just like a step in the path. <laughs> I think we could go even like multiple nine figures and maybe even hit like half a billion dollars evaluation, maybe even a billion dollar if we were like, do, do it really well. On that note, actually, is something that we thought and had in mind from the very beginning is that we wanted to create an agency which we would enjoy and not the same type of agency that we have seen that we didn't like or whatever. We wanted to create something that we would truly enjoy and team members would enjoy being a part, working and so on. We had this idea from the very beginning that at some point, part of the experience that we want to go through is actually finding other people and replacing ourselves and not necessarily just with a certain tasks responsibilities or so, but fully our position and actually just stepping away and leaving the whole organization to other people to lead. So at this moment, not really thinking of selling or so, but actually just replacing ourselves and finding people who will just take the lead and will just step away. So we have one individual that we already gone through all the hiring process. And the person will be joining the team and will be replacing Darius' role. So Darius will be supporting him for quite some time, pretty much till the end of the year or so. This was kind of a plan of ours. I kind of started to some extent, but I'll start putting more effort and time actually in finding a person who will be replacing me, which will take more of a CEO, COO role as I'm a little bit more responsible for these type of activities in the organization. We'll see how it will go. We're as well pretty excited just because this is what we wanted to create and we always wanted to create a holocratic team where decisions would be based on a team member's decision power and we wouldn't be only two of us deciding of where and what we should do, but actually other people would take the ownership as well. That's why We'll start putting more time into Accelerator, like the e-commerce, and it's like a new challenge for us that we were looking for. Yeah, and technically, you know, this is why we can't even do Accelerator, because it would be running like agency full-time, just being in day-to-day things with agency. You wouldn't have enough time to run something like Accelerator, our own e-commerce business. That could, to be honest, become such a good training material to pretty much anybody else also be part of this Accelerator. And like why we are putting these people in. And it's very important to remember that a lot of people associate CEO with kind of position of power or, you know, authority. And they just let their ego do the talking. Reality is the business should be functioning as a business, right? This is where you actually have a real business. And as you're growing through the levels, you should be able to leave the CEO position to somebody else and just become board advisor member or something like that, or just like what we are doing, just go to separate directions and work on expanding the business because everybody has their own strong suits. For me, for sure, it's about expansion and doing new things, being spearheaded projects and, you know, finding a way how to grow a business pathway. And this is why I want to have like amazing head of performance and CEO in place who are so much better at these roles than we are. And we have spent a lot of time looking for head of performance. I think it took us, what, like almost eight months to find a suitable candidate and go through the process. But once we will have it, 
I think that service quality will definitely go to the next level, especially because we are simplifying a lot of things that we are doing in-house and moving a lot of our knowledge towards accelerators. So accelerator will be like another heavy hitter and all these things will just start to compound. I guess we're not sounding as excited yet because there's a lot of things to come. That's kind of a new challenge for us and what we were discussing some time ago. What is motivating us and why we need some changes to happen is just because we got to used to, to some of the things. We got the knowledge, we got the experience. Now some of the things are starting to repeat itself. And of course we could continue growing and be in a better position than the agency or whatever. But there's like no perfect timing. So it's just about our personal motivations and on doing the daily work, monthly work working with your whole organization itself. It's just challenges are motivating us. And these challenges will be something that will be hard, potentially, or there will be some fails as well. But this is something that we're looking for. And this is where we kind of accelerate our growth as individuals, because this is how we're motivated and what we can bring to other people or the organizations that we run. Also, I think it's related to what I think I or you have been talking about, like a mindset evolution that you sometimes need to be able to let go of basically all things that you're all thinking to evolve your thinking to the next level and then all the businesses just follows. And I think to be honest, this is just like a next step for us. Exactly. Yeah. So hopefully, Heist, you have enjoyed today's podcast and definitely wait for some sort of announcement about Accelerator. We will have like pretty extensive vetting process because we don't want people who are like not committed to it to come inside. Good people want to be hanging with best people, right? This is reality of it. So we want to create like best environment for business owners to hang with another best business owners and grow together. This is why like it will definitely be pretty tough to get in, but it will definitely be possible. I think like minimum, most likely viable size for businesses will be at least, you know, doing six figures a year, bare, bare minimum. But realistically, it will be more for like seven, eight figure business owners. And I would say wait for announcement. But if that's something that caught your interest, then it's something that you would want to know more or be informed, be in a priority list or whatever. Just shoot as a message. This is something that we're planning to do and we were planning to launch. But if you're interested and you want to be informed as soon as possible, just drop us an email. So for me, you can just write an email at justin at atkins.agency and just write in a subject line like accelerator or like e-commerce accelerator. So I would know that you are interested in that and we'll take it from there. And once we'll launch it, we can, you know, start a conversation. <laughs> Actually, I wanted to keep the silent because technically I wanted people, you know, to try to figure it out themselves. Often I like to keep certain things as a little bit of a secret because this just shows that people will really, really want it. And these people, they always find a way, you know, it's similar to how we hired our salesperson, right? He was literally bugging us for like three or four months, you know, literally be just in on Instagram, Facebook, commenting under all the ads, you know, hey, guys, I want to be part of your team. Hey, guys, when you're hiring or something. Now he's like amazing MVP in our team. But, you know, people will still have to make the decisions and the efforts to write an email. So we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it will filter out a lot of people. Guys, thank you for listening and have an amazing day. Enjoying this podcast? Consider subscribing and sharing it with your friends. This helps us to grow and create more amazing content like this for you.